to the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. And I'm Adam, because there is no Alan. <laughs> no Alan this week, uh, but uh, we are not just a duo, and we are not uh, resultingly uh, doing a Bible cartoon. Nope. <laughs> um, indeed, we have uh, with us a, we've pulled in a new expert. Yeah. Uh, and not a Catholic one. Not a Catholic one. Uh, we have with us, uh, Will Frey. Hello, Will. Hello, Nick. Hello, Adam. Uh, a little bit disappointed that I'm not going to get to be part of a Bible cartoon, but oh, that's cool. It's, uh, but di- go ahead. No, yeah. no, it's, it's possible that we'll, we'll rope you in for one eventually, but, uh, okay, great. they, it got dark near the end of that series. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Will, do not be disappointed. Uh, it, so- <laughs> it sounds like a novel idea until you've done four of them. Yeah, that fifth one especially was the like yeah. cherry on top. Fair um, enough. <laughs> um, so, Will, uh, you're here as our guest expert. Uh, what the hell makes you an expert? Oh my gosh, uh, that's a great question. I went to, um, I got my master's in theology, okay, and I got my undergrad in theology and biblical languages. Mm-hmm. I've logged a ton of church time. Um, I feel like I'm giving my religious resume here, by the way. I have yes. references if you want. Um, you know, you can talk to previous employers, et cetera. Um, yeah, so I was I was in it to win it. I wanted to be like a pastor for a while. This is all in the Seventh-day Adventist tradition, by the way, okay. which I'm pretty sure I share with you, Adam, and also with Alan, who is not here. Yep. Um, so so I'm definitely not Catholic because Catholics were scary to me right. uh, growing yes, up. they're the enemy. <laughs> okay, we can get into that. I love Catholics now. My dad is also... <laughs> my dad's also Catholic, so that was pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, those are some things that make me an expert. Okay, great. Uh, I, sh- I should say, like Will and I, like went to. I, I met Will in college, mm-hmm. and then we've been. I mean, basically friends ever since. Uh, weirdly, kind of like moving sort of together uh, back down to California or up down to California, back up here and, and around. So like we've known each other for oh wow, like almost as long as Alan and I have known each other. A minute. Yeah. yeah. I think you went to church longer than I did. So you win. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dang. Um, Will, were you ever in any of the um, uh, praise bands with uh, Adam or Alan? <laughs> I was not with Adam or Alan, but I was in a praise band way back in the day, like high school era. Okay. I also was in a Christian ska band. Hell yes, you were. <laughs> uh, what was the band name? Uh, the band name was three piece suit. Oh, that's a great, <laughs> great Scott band name. It, it is was, very- it was very cool and very easy to play those Scott chords. And we rocked it out in church and there was skanking of the wholesome variety. <laughs> um, great. yeah. Did you have to call it something other than skanking? <laughs> that's, <laughs> we should have, that's such a good question. We just called it skanking. I hope they knew what we meant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you, uh, you were a pastor. I was a pastor, so I didn't make it to full pastor status. Okay. Um, so basically the deal is like, usually start as an intern pastor. Okay. I was an intern pastor. And then if you stick with it, you go in this tradition, you go to associate and then like senior pastor, or you specialize into like youth pastor or adventure pastor, or I don't know what all the other Wait, ones are. Hold on. Um, adventure pastor. 
I I did make that one. Okay. Because <laughs> I, 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 I would love to unpack what Adventure Pastor is. Because yeah, Indiana Jones. I'm surprised oh, okay. like, that you just become that. <laughs> yeah. If um, you yes, exactly. Uh, so I was intern pastor, but um, then I was I switched it up and was like, okay, well I'm going to be a professor, biblical studies, and then I give it all up at some point. But that's kind of where I ended up. Okay. Uh, I. So you you may or may not know. I know nothing about any of this. Um, so you what what is the difference between a pastor, a priest, and like a preacher? These are all the same Ooh. things to me. Uh, that is sounds like a setup of a joke. I don't know what the punchline is. Um, uh, but so typically that has to do with uh, so pastor and priest. Um, uh, are different uh-huh. and that has to do with the denomination typically. Okay. So for example, Catholics, you know, the, my former enemies, current <laughs> friends, they have priests. So you're a Catholic priest. Yeah. Um, Protestants typically have pastors. A preacher is like a more casual term for a pastor usually. Okay. I also feel like you don't necessarily need any sort of qualifications to be a preacher other than you are up front talking, like preaching. You could be just like a random person preaching. <laughs> Yo, it's a good call. Priests have to legitimately like give up sex for life and like know a bunch of stuff and go through a bunch of formal training. But you're right. A preacher can kind of like read a few things online, get to know the Bible a bit, get up front. And if, you know, a passionate young man, usually young man, unfortunately, right. not not woman can, can make a go of it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, if you don't mind my asking what you're you're not a pastor anymore. Correct. Mm-mm. Uh, Correct. what, what, uh, why, what, what happened? <laughs> oh boy. Um, so many things. This is like a, a complicated question for me to answer. I've never had a simple answer, but I'm gonna try and make it simple. So it's not it's like super boring. So basically I went to school, went to college early on in college. I started studying like, um, original Greek and Hebrew and really digging into the Bible and learning about history. And I was like, what you mean there's different ways to interpret this <laughs> stuff and so like i was kind of like but i dug it i was like my mind was kind of being open but i think that was the beginnings of some doubt creeping in okay and then i was kind of able to like push that doubt down and like sublimate it by going well i will just teach this stuff and i'll get all academic on it okay so i just kept down that path but i feel like my doubts kept expanding the further i got into that world as my world expanded and I learned more things and, and facts about about the history and um, original language and stuff like that. But really, like my opinion is we're like social creatures and probably my journey was more emotional, social than academic, although that played a part. Yeah. The big punchline, which I'll skip to, is I struggled so damn hard with... Um, I think what we're going to talk about a bit today with this concept of sin Great. and like, am I good with God? Am I not good with God? And then later it was like, well, does God exist? Does, does God not exist? Like all these questions so much that it was like the opposite of feeling peace, which it was, was what I felt like Christianity promised me. Right. And so then when I gave up the question, I was like, now I feel peace. Okay, I'm cool. So, so like that was my emotional internal thing that kind of wow. led me out. So there's a jumble of things about kind of how I, I exited. I mean, I appreciate the journey. Uh, watching your face. I, I was watching Nick's face. While he did, it's like, it was like, 
I feel that you like you empathized so hard with with Will like wh- like a beat by beat like it was it was stressful watching you react to Will. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's you know like yeah, that's a uh, I genuinely got it was like a chilling couple of moments there, but uh, I'm glad I'm glad that now you feel uh, you feel good and you feel at peace. Thank you, Nick. Well, I yeah. think we in a couple episodes ago we actually talked. I think we 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 kind of kind of glanced over us no way right <laughs> uh but like i think will you just you totally just did, did a much better job of explaining what i was trying to say a couple episodes ago about how like you know day well you're right we 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 brought will on to talk about sin i shouldn't do you have more questions before we- uh yeah it's no okay I'm, uh i rest my case <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we, we guilty we, <laughs> uh, forever guilty and you'll feel <laughs> you will consistently feel more and more guilty uh no, we brought Will on because we he he. I asked we we I, we wanted to have Will on just to to kind of talk about since he had a, a similar track to Alan and I were you know very deeply into it and then very not mm-hmm. into it and um and I asked him like Will what are you interested in talking and and Will you said like sin but in more of like the social aspect of sin is that is that an accurate way of talking or of, of, so, yeah. Yeah, sorry, to, sorry, no, no, you're didn't mean to cut you off, but like basically, yes, and and so something that I I like am learning not to admit about myself for some reason, but I'm going to admit it here is I love teen dramas to watch them, and I think part of it is I would lump Harry Potter into that, and I would also lump Gossip Girl into that. I love like the the high school drama like aspect of like. He said, she said, and intrigues and relationships. And that's the part of sin that I really like, which is like, what sin's worse than the other sin? What did this person do? Ooh, how guilty did you feel? And then what did you do? And where did you smoke the cigarette? And what did you steal? And it's, I feel like it's kind of that salacious, like ranking sort of side of it, but then maybe tripping into some bigger things like guilt and shame that, that was fascinating. And I was like, I would be down to talk about that uh well you are among friends uh (laughs) because i i know that adam and alan are uh harry potter heads uh i and i i believe also that there is a like a a innate intrigue into like high school drama shit like i this quarantine was just watching <laughs> uh, I was just watching 90210 and oh, you know I man. bet talk about your sin like those kids are getting into some shit a hundred percent when you Nick when you said like we can relate I thought you were gonna say we all watch Gossip Girl but I'm glad that uh people watch Harry Potter and 90210 is like is in the mix too oh yeah. for sure so, yes so uh yeah did you I I know that we, we kind of talked about uh, being a little more freeform on this. Did you have, Will, uh, like, a, a, I don't know, like a thesis statement you wanted to kind of start with? Oh, shit. Um, I can think of one. Or it doesn't have to. Um, or doesn't have to no, 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 no. I love it. I love the pressure. This is how, how every good what? podcast starts is, what is your thesis <laughs> what statement? What is your thesis statement? Yeah. Yes. And then let, let me pick it apart. <laughs> Jesus, yes. this is going to be. <laughs> yes. My thesis statement is that sin is total trash and it makes people feel bad. And I have supporting points such as my own life to prove my point. Great. I mean... I have no quibbles with that. So, so, so on the show, we, uh, you know, are pretty like 
focused on Bible stories, kind yep. of like full mm-hmm. stop. We we kind mm-hmm. of rarely go out into the like social, cultural, you know, like obviously uh, Alan and Adam pull things from their lives. We'll dip into it, but more in like support of a, an idea. Yeah. Or or the movie that they know about that yeah. kind of makes them think of this Bible story. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I mean, that happens on a weekly basis. That's just that happens in Adam's life. Yes. Just constantly. Um, so from that standpoint, I feel like we've actually talked about sin. Not very much. No. I mean, there are people mm. who. Uh, you know, like do bad things and are punished in some way in some of the stories that we've done. But I don't know it's, that it's ever like labeled sin aside from, you know, like when when we've talked about the creation. Yeah. Well, I was going to. So I, I, I actually kind of want to know. So in talking, I was talking to Will was it yesterday. I think we talked yesterday um, just about like, I don't remember a time before sin <laughs> was a, uh, like a concept just floating around, like, like breathing. Like it's just, it was just a, a, a part of my life. And it's only, you know, recently that I've started dismantling and realized like, Oh, this is a, this is a construct that, that other people built around this religion. Growing up a religious Nick, did you, did you have a concept of like cosmic right and wrong that if you like, like, oh, how, what was like if it, as a child, would you with the concept of sin? What what was the concept of sin? I guess. is, is um, So I think that it was, you know, like, um, yeah, growing up in uh, in a religious uh, household, it was more just like you know, straight up morality sort of, you know, like it's, it's bad to like, people shouldn't do this. It wasn't, and it wasn't for any like cosmic reason. It wasn't like you were ever going to be uh, punished aside from like, you know, Oh, this is a crime or, you know, whatever. Um, It was just like, this is, this is what a good person should strive to do. This is what a bad person does uh, instead. Um, I think that there was no like cosmic uh, consequence ever set up. Sure. How much time? So this, I'm really glad you asked this, Adam, because I'm I was super curious about this too. Nick, having listened to the, the the podcast a little bit and knowing some of your background, like how much time did you you and your family spend talking about like what was good and bad? Was it like kind of just here and there, or was there like let's all sit down and talk about what a good person does? <laughs> um, I don't think that it was ever like focused on it was like a I think that frankly like my family was a pretty like good and moral family and so it was a lot of just like leading by example I mean down to Mm -hmm. like things that seem almost conservative religious like Hmm. you know none of my family drank or you know like it was just like all of these all of these things that were you know a lot I'm sure was like put aside once kids were in the picture and it was like you know Mm. okay well we're gonna set this aside so that we set a good example Mm. you know moving forward Um, so how did you experience guilt and shame where did you get those (laughs) he just doesn't Nick never feels guilty apparently uh yeah the most the most guilt that I ever felt was just like you know the supernatural uh sixth sense of uh mom and like doing something and being like oh well my mom will absolutely know that I was up to this bullshit (laughs) you know Uh, so it was like it was like a guilt of like 
being caught, but not, but you didn't feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm not worth, I'm worthless. I'm not good. Stuff like that. No, Nope. I'm great. <laughs> you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> you, you, you are great. I mean, you're like a great specimen of a human. That's incredible. And what was like, what would have been like the, the ultimate thing? I mean, not within reason, like I'm not saying like a murdering spree, but like within the realm of possibility, what would have been the most frowned upon thing in your family growing up, like shoplifting or. Oh, you know, something. I think that um, I, I think that it was actually and this plays into like the, you know, what is the consequence of this? But I think that for for me, it was um, the truth and lying. That was like the biggest mm-hmm. thing that was, you know, uh my mom would like constantly instill, you know, it's just like, just tell me the truth, you you know? Yeah. And like, we, we have an open forum here. The truth reigns supreme. Like you, you, even if it's bad news, I want to hear that. I don't want to hear, you know, some other shit. You know, there's some interesting and will back me up if, if you agree or like uh, slap me down if, if you disagree. Uh, but like, I would actually say that in some ways growing up, things were reversed a little bit in the sense that like there were topics that it would be better to either lie by omission or white lie around them uh, in order to maintain. In some cases it was just like maintaining the, like the, uh, the appearance of like quote unquote godliness for the church. But then there was also like topics that like, I just didn't like, we didn't talk about, I'm thinking specifically like around like masturbation was like, we wouldn't talk honestly around like there were so many topics that we could talk and sex in general. We could talk with, I could talk with my parents about, but Mm -hmm. like masturbation was one of those things where, uh, you never, we never really talked honestly about it. I see. Well, would you agree with like the, like the white light, not necessarily the masturbation thing that that might be a very Adam specific (laughs) thing, but like, would, would you, would you agree with the, like of white lies or like omissions, being like lying was nowhere near the top of the sin pile um uh so yes first of all yes masturbation is just a you thing you're the only you're the only one (laughs) just just want to confirm that Uh, no one else does globally Uh, nobody else in the world okay fair enough i don't even know i had to look it up while you were talking i'm 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 shocked shocked that you would you know, I, but uh, I apologize. But yeah, I think urban Dictionary, I know, like, by the way, Urban Dictionary saying? for the rest of you, if you need to figure out what, what I'm talking about. Yeah, totally. They also had some very other colorful terms for it. Uh, but like, um, I think I know what you're talking about. Lying was a big deal in my house. Okay. And so I think I get the white lies. What I'm resonating most with is this kind of like there are these black box topics where yeah. it's like sex before marriage bad. But we don't open that box to talk about masturbation right. or, wow, you have a boner because you the like the Cosmo mom's Cosmo came in the mail. Like, <laughs> like we don't talk about that wasn't me, by the way, um, <laughs> one, one of my brothers, but somebody like we didn't talk about any of that stuff. So, yeah, there are definitely issues that we would skirt around. Um, but I'm I'm really floored. Like, I love Nick that you didn't grow up with, I think, like nearly as much guilt and shame as me. And like, that's, so I have two kids and like, that's one of my biggest missions is like, don't instill like guilt and shame in them in the way that it was in me. Yeah. Cause it was like, I think, I think with the, like, like the things we didn't talk about, it just kept me so like, um, from learning and exploring those areas and learning good things about them for a long time. Cause I'm like, well, either I'm doing them and I'd feel guilty or I'm not thinking about them. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, um, 
I'm peripherally aware of this um, in almost like a double down way, which is that I am married to a ex-Catholic <laughs> right. who is, you know, like uh, in addition to feeling, you know, that guilt or whatever, it's almost like instructed like you yeah. absolutely are guilty of shit that you right. don't even know you're guilty of. Right. You know? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, that's crazy. Also, oh, man, two things. One. Since you know you had no guilt and you were so free, how many times did you sit down as a family to talk about masturbation? That's my first question. Uh, and then my second. Oh, go, go ahead. Go. go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm go for it. <laughs> uh, I, you know, like uh, though we had a like very open policy about like you know whatever. truth is here, whatever. We didn't mm-hmm. often talk about sex stuff Mm -hmm. like i bet like if i had a question it wouldn't have been weird and i don't think that i would have um i don't think that i would have like hesitated to ask or want to talk about it i think it was just like i'm a kid so i don't really want to talk about it right as you got older right uh i don't even think then but there wasn't like a specific time your mom was like hey like you're getting to like you know 12, no. 13, 14 we should <laughs> no but that's also you know like a boy growing up with a single mother sure you know so there's like a weird dynamic of like this is like a dad job maybe but mm-hmm. you know uh, not to say that my mom did a bad job in any way with it uh, no. it was just like you know well if you do have questions let me know yeah ask you know actually kind of in a similar vein when did your concept of taboo or how was your concept of, of taboo things defined because like for me it feels like it became pretty obvious pretty quickly like i would say by the time i was i don't know nine or ten i had a pretty good idea about these are the topics that that within the christian circle we don't talk about and like then there's then there's like concepts within america we don't talk about (laughs) um but then like you know like there's a subset like like will would you agree that like there were just full on, I mean, obviously like we've been talking about sex a lot, but sex is, is one of those topics that like the Christian church does just, we don't open that box. We just yeah. don't look in that, in that, that room. Um, but like there's how I want to know how like growing up without, cause like, I feel like the concept of taboo is in, in, like intrinsically tied to whatever you find sinful. Sure. And but, I, and, and I actually like, I don't think I can't think of a moment that that becomes sure. a reality to me in, in fact, like, still like i just feel like there's well, not any you, topic you don't you can't yeah you just like fucking talk mm. about stuff you know like uh yeah that's awesome <laughs> i mean uh i don't know uh will earlier you said you had a second question oh yeah yeah sorry oh oh yeah right a second question um i might have lost that one but um that's really fascinating i feel like i like wanting your autograph nick is too mild but i can't think of anything stronger that's not creepy <laughs> Like saying, "Will you be my guru?" I'll or send like, you some beer hairs hair or, beer or whatever. Beard hair. Wow, <laughs> never mind. But that's incredible. Like that. That feels really free because I felt so, um, you know, boxed in with that stuff growing up. And I feel like part of it's like probably my temperament plus my family situation plus the religion. So I don't put it all the religion, but religion just gave it this this fuel, right? This this right. really strong like cosmic dimension. You said you said um, cosmic earlier, Nick, and that's exactly what it was. It's like your eternal fate is at stake here. And also like the thing that I really um, I was alluding to earlier is is there's different ways of viewing sin, like different doctrines or ideas about sin. But one of them that I really kind of took to heart was like we're all trash. Yeah. Like I'm a trash entity. Yeah, you start and trash. the only way, 
you start trash, right? And I'm a stinking garbage fire. And the only way that I'm, you know, I get put out and made nice is through the grace of God. But I kind of, but even that story, it's like, okay, even when I'm in the grace of God, like, I still feel like a garbage fire. So um, that was really strong. So it's really refreshing to hear somebody that didn't kind of have some of that, that stuff baked into their upbringing. Yeah. Will, was there ever a time that you can remember in your childhood that you felt like cosmically safe? Like, and I mean that like in the sense that like that, that you, did you have, can you point to a, a portion of your time life or even a moment where you've actually felt like I feel secure in my existence in perpetuity? Almost never. I would say there's like one or two moments that were like, like pretty dramatic for me. There were like crisis moments where I remember, I'm not going to get into specifics, but like there was kind of an altercation and I was, I prayed and I was like, Jesus, please, please protect me. And I felt like the presence of, of Jesus, like he showed up and helped me. And in that moment I felt totally safe. Yeah. And there's probably one other one like that, but just sitting around, you know, on a Thursday with a boner. No, like I never, (laughs) or Wednesday, Friday, um, usually not. How about you? Yeah, no, that, that we, it was like a couple episodes ago. I don't feel safe. How about you? Right. No. And that's the thing. It's like, (laughs) like I remember like having these long drawn out dramatic conversations with my parents. It was mostly in my teens when the dramatic conversations were, but like, or even earlier as a child, like I always like kind of to your point is, you know, you start out trash, start out as a dumpster fire. Like I was never secure in my salvation and my, like my cosmic safety was always up for grabs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just like, I don't know. I feel like that, that has to have some sort of, you know, lasting effect on your psyche. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. And what was your, Adam, what was your definition, like working definition of sin? I mean, you know, it's funny looking back, like I I think my pat answer would be anything that makes Jesus sad. Like that would have been like the like simplistic version, but like in all honesty, like it was probably more anything that would make my parents sad. Hmm. Like that's kind of where, because that was a more pragmatic measurement because I mean, part of it was part of the like existential cosmic concern was that I didn't know what metric Jesus was going to use to go like, you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was funny. Cause like, you know, we, we talk, and I'm just going to like ignore Nick for a second here. Cause he's uh, not going to, I've had my moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, there was all of the talk about salvation by grace and, you know, having this idea where as long as you just believed in Jesus as that, uh, you know, as your savior, that meant you were, that's all you had to, that, that was the qualification. Like mm-hmm. I, that, that wasn't a concrete set of guidelines that I could actually apply to my life. Cause I can, you know, cause it, it was very clear in conversations in the Christian church to, at least to me that I could say it, but did I really mean it deep down in my mm. heart? I mean, I still wanted to, like, I still, I still got boners when I didn't want them. And I still like felt, uh, you know, I, I feel still felt, you know, ill will towards assholes at school. And I still like, you know, had bad thoughts, quote unquote. Sure. So like clearly whatever the fruits of the spirit were supposed to come out in me weren't coming out in me. So I must (laughs) not really, really, really believe. Yeah. yeah. So Will, does, uh, does that resonate with you or, or what, what is, what was your, what's your working definition of, of sin? 
that resonates so hard. Like I, I'm, my heart rate went up. Sorry. Like I, I'm so with you. Like that question when, earlier when I was talking about like, I just didn't. I, I was never settled. Yeah. Never had a sense of peace. It was about that because like it is the 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 premise in a lot of Christian traditions is you're saved by the grace of God. And what you do is acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and savior and basically give your heart to Jesus and then follow Jesus and you're good. But you don't know that's such a, in, in a way that's such a subjective thing. Right. And I was thinking as you were talking, like, I love how concrete a pregnancy test is, right? It's like one line or two lines. And it would be so nice to have like a religious, like version of a pregnancy test where <laughs> I could just, pee on something or bleed on so whatever it is and then it's like one line i'm good or like two lines whatever it is um but yeah i totally resonate right. with that um my we, working definition we've is, not talked about a single yeah, no religious go. ritual where we've yeah. uh anybody's peed on anything no it's kind of surprising no it's kind of weird that urine doesn't <laughs> urine doesn't really figure highly in in the christian <laughs> tradition it, it doesn't. And like, like the, I was thinking about this earlier, the sort of geeky part of me, I mentioned that I, that I studied some stuff like it, I, one of the, the models of sin that I really like, which let me qualify that. Not that I really like, but that I find fascinating. There's this idea of sin that revolves around purity and it comes from the Hebrew Bible or as Christians call it, the old Testament. And that's so, so I think we were like, so like the thing about nobody peeing on anything, right? I suspect, I suspect that's a purity thing. Cause nobody's taken a dump on anybody else either. I don't think. And <laughs> yeah, so sure. well, that's, that, that's that whole like, portion where like yeah. Abraham like takes a dump on his son, uh, for, <laughs> because God asked him to, right? Like, isn't that a, that's a thing, right? <laughs> right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all apocryphal stuff. No, no, that's, the, that's, <laughs> there's the dump chapters, <laughs> the dump chapters, <laughs> the, the missing dump chapter. Yeah. It's about that's all where the, the scat dumps. man comes from is actually <laughs> right, right. The scat man was on the ark and he, and then like was his job to deal with all the, the, the scat. Cause it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. But like, get that, gotta get, gotta get that deer poop. Gotta get that elephant poop. Whoa. <laughs> Do you know, I can't decide if I love you more. Cause you remember scat man or less, but I, I'm going to go with, <laughs> I'm going to go with more. All right. Fair <laughs> cool. enough. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, like purity. So like a bunch of stuff. So like, if you think about just, even if you think about your body and, and the basic things you need to survive and, and, um, control. It's like eating and sex and defecating is defi definitely there. So if you get right. into like your, your hardcore, like Hebrew Bible stuff, like your Leviticus, your Deuteronomy and stuff like that, a lot of it's around purity. So I suspect that there's no PP, um, cause it's <laughs> impure. So you get away from the holy place, go out into the, into the desert to do that. Right. Um, but working definition of sin, um, I think I would have told you when I was in the thick of it, that it was like, turning away from God. So like distance right. from God. So more of like, there's a sphere of holiness in the universe. And when you're, and when you choose to do certain things, you're turning your back and purposely walking away. Mm -hmm. That would be my, and my so, thing. and that's yeah. like, that's a very active yeah. choice, right? Like, so, so you can't like passively be sinning or can you? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. You, you can, because I think, I think that it's a little bit of a gray area in some Protestant things, but like if you start 
if the baseline is garbage fire, then like there's at some point there's a call. Like when you're, especially in Adventist tradition um, and some other traditions, there's no infant baptism because there's a lot around like you you get old enough to make an, a choice and yeah. be an agent. Um, and so you experience a call where in your heart you're like, ooh, I'm being called towards the light. So towards that sphere of holiness. And so you do have to actively walk into the light and there's this like thing. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying these words. You guys, <laughs> no, I'm going to no. blame. It's fucking weird, uh, right? I feel like I need a shower, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. So like there's justification, yep. which is like, um, you're a garbage fire, but now I'm justifying you to be like some cool, a treasure. And then there's sanctification. And that's like, you're already the treasure, but now you're going to keep getting awesomer and awesomer and shinier and shinier. And so like, there's a really active motion when you're in the sphere of God. So I think you can't be passive. Okay. So I think like on the conveyor belt of life, if you just sit there like a blue sea sushi, you're going to go around into the sin kitchen. <laughs> the sin kitchen. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, but like, but if you, so you have to actively like walk into the light. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so, and, and earlier, um, when you first kind of brought up sin and like this idea of the like more social element or like cultural element, mm -hmm. um, you were talking about like, uh, you said something about like rankings of, of sins and like <laughs> what's on so, top. Yeah. So like, is that, um, is that a biblical thing? Is that because I, yes, I presume that there is, you know, like even when you were talking to me, like, you know, murder, like that's kind right. of a, yeah, you, mm -hmm. you don't want to do that. That's a pretty bad one, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, um, but is that, you know, are, are all sins seen as sins, you know, is murder right. equal to lying? Like, de facto like oh shit you've you've done the thing you're going to hell no matter which one mm -hmm. um or or are they indeed like are there rankings this is and for context will we haven't gone over the 10 commandments with with nick yet just got it uh okay uh, so no spoilers yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but that is ah. an interesting question because well go actually well actually like let the expert actually <laughs> yeah i'm asking will oh. i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah back off um <laughs> That's the sin of pride right there. Uh, so, <laughs> sure. Um, but I, you, so Adam, you, um, you mentioned the 10 commandments. That's where I was going. Cause there's like, I feel like for me, and I, I wonder Adam, if you resonate, like there was such an interesting dichotomy between the biblical text. So like the big 10, yeah. right. Is like no other gods before. Oh, sorry. No spoilers. There's some <laughs> stuff in there. You shouldn't murder people is definitely in there. Like stealing is definitely in there. Uh, but also like talking about like your parents. Is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's like, and I don't know, like, I think there's there, well, there definitely is some thought around the fact that they're stack ranked, like one is the most important and two, and it flows from there and there's some logical order, but that's not the way that I lived. Right. The way that I lived, and I think it was a, I'm pretty sure it was like being Adventist in America, like the US, I think really places a lot of like, and, and in Protestantism, a lot of weight on sex stuff yep. and, and not doing it. <laughs> so I think like, <laughs> yep. I think like top of my list was like substances and sex. Like those were the, like if I passed someone smoking on the street, I was like, oh man, I, I would get, I would feel like heaviness in my heart wow. for that person. 100%. So like, yeah. Did you have the same thing? Yeah. Like, were those kind of the top? So yeah. like in my brain, number like, 
biggest kind of like cardinal sin that you would couldn't get around and this is and I'm the way that I'm in my brain that I'm ranking them is I'm going if a pastor committed these the odds of them ever being able to, able to ever able to be a pastor again yeah that's hmm. kind of the that's the the rank that okay. I'm distilling down to like mm-hmm. infidelity infidelity is number 1 like you have an affair I would okay yeah. would you agree with that I think oh I was just going to say I think there's no so check it out mm-hmm. I think if you had a homosexual affair. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, no, game over. Um, and I think you could get away with manslaughter probably way easier. Whoa. Like, I think, like... <laughs> Absolutely. I think mans... You know, whoops. Yeah, accidentally killed uh, a person, but definitely... Tractor uh, shouldn't have left the baby. And then that's, you know, there's coming back from that, but not from... Yeah, I, to wow. your point, like, sex stuff. at the pool party, you pushed the guy down the, like, the, the, the makeshift slide on the roof, and he fell, broke his head open, and fell and drowned in the pool. <laughs> like totally you'll be back as soon as you're done with the, 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 the arraignment. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you go to cold pool parties. Um, I <laughs> think, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah. So great question, Nick. So there was definitely a ranking and like, so, okay. So here, so this, and I want to ask maybe compare notes with you, Nick, because I think silver lining with this is I feel like I have more fun now. So meaning, <laughs> When I do sex stuff now, I'm not like, I'm not going to tell you when. I, that Ooh, I love <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, and yes, um, I'm like this, there's something transgressive that remains in my psyche without the guilt. So I'm like, yo, I think I, at least I'm having more fun, but I don't know. Like, I'm sure I know sex is a fun activity. I know, you know, some substances are fun, but well, I think, I that, don't know. How do you, I think that you're, not? um, I, you might actually also be like an exception, right? Because I know that there's a lot of like ex religious people who like mm-hmm. really struggle with that. Like oh, they cannot sure. have fun during sex because they mm-hmm. cannot rid themselves, even if they don't believe anymore of that, you know, that idea that they're doing something bad. Yeah. Um, right. You know, that they're going to be punished for it in some way. Um, right. I mean, I know that that's a huge cultural thing stemming a lot from, like you were saying before, like the purity movement, which, you know, even infiltrates into just schooling, you know, yes. like a belief system set aside. I mean, it's woven into just like Americana at this yes. point. Well, 100%. From, I wouldn't say at this point, it's like, it's been, it started with like um, coming to uh, the Puritans coming to America. Yeah. I'm also, Will, a funny example because uh, I came out of a non-religious household uh, and now am and have always been like a, a harsh straight edge kid. <laughs> it's true. So like, right. Okay. <laughs> so I also, you know, I likewise, I'm like, no, fuck all that fun shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's your choice, but it's my like, choice. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Right. Um, so it's I might be a bad know. person to ask about the fun stuff. <laughs> got it. Yeah. It's good to know that we're holding it down for like not having fun. You know, yeah. if we, someone's got I, it. Uh, yeah. If I, I th- kind of think you get one life, I'm not, you know, I just think that so like good on us for like really using that one life mm. to like, mm-hmm. you know, stay on the straight and narrow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, ranking. What do you think? So Adam, yeah. Um, to put you on the spot. All right. What's number, what's number one? What was the number one sin growing up? I mean, we talk, I've, I've said sex probably more in the last, whatever, however many minutes than the last month. Yeah. Was it that or was it something else? Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm going to, I think infidelity, like specifically like okay. extramarital affairs were the thing. That, and, and that's like, so uh, actually to kind of answer 
a question that, that, uh, that Nick asked earlier, like all, yes, all sin equal as far as salvation is concerned. Right. So like mm-hmm. stealing a, mm-hmm. a, like a, a, you know, a bar, a piece of gum or a gum, a, what do you call it? Package of gum from the store will kick you out of heaven just as fast as going on a murdering spree. Sure. But so the, the ranking really comes and will uh, I may be incorrect here. Although I do want to talk cause like you growing up with one parent Catholic and one parent Protestant, I think might give you a different perspective here, but like all of the ranking is social. So it's like, it's how the, right, how yes. the, how the community is going to react to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was going to say infidelity, but I'd forgotten. I honestly, I've been out long enough that I forgot that homosexuality was an issue. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, Oh right. It's there's rough. still people who think that that's sure. not a, a, an, an innate human thing. So, so if, if you belong to a, a group that identifies all of these sins as, as equal, stealing the pack of gum is equal to infidelity in terms of to Jesus. Yes, to Jesus. Um, you know, well, I, I at least know vaguely that in Catholicism, you confess and you are given a task or whatever that exonerates you basically for whatever. Or like you can, you know, cross check that off on your deathbed or whatever, you know, like, right, you're good. Uh, we we ticked all the boxes you're in. Mm-hmm. So in a protestant faith how does that work how do you get rid of the 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 dirt of stealing the pack of gum so that you can still get into heaven i feel this is another area where you have to use your heart which is difficult and it's like i don't know yeah like i think i think what you have to do is basically you confess it to god and ask for forgiveness through prayer and if there were any Yeah. And if there are any like um, relationships broken or consequences in the real world with other people, you you do your best to make it right as sort of like showing an outward expression of the interchange. But it's all about that interchange Mm -hmm. happening, which I think is tougher. And I think it's, you know, I know what you're saying about confession and because half my family's Catholic, like in Catholicism, there are venial sins and then mortal sins. So they kind of rank them like, yeah, these ones, not so great. These <laughs> ones, you're, you're damned. Uh-huh. And um, I have a bit different perspective than you, Adam. I think when I grew up, I definitely, there was a bunch of sins that were kind of equal, but then there were really, really bad ones. And those would be like your murder, yeah. possibly your adulteries. Unfortunately, stuff like homosexuality was in there yeah. too. Um, and then there's this crazy verse. I can't remember where it is. That's like, it's like, it's like talking about some sins like blah, 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 blah can be forgiven, but sins against the Holy spirit can never be forgiven. Oh, this, it's not exactly. No, that this verbiage. does sound familiar. <laughs> yeah. And we, we were always like, what is that? Right. Like there's something, (laughs) but it was a mystery and like there were different theories. And so like, if I would really mess up, I was like, Oh no. Like, is this the one? Right. Did I piss off the Holy spirit? (laughs) Right. And so so that was truly a big question mark. Like that that was never like, well, do you remember uh, like I, it's early in episodes where like I talked about how we're like, we, there, we were talking, uh, Will, we were talking about uh, like playground stories where we'd heard, we'd heard from a heard from a friend, from a friend, you know, like this like chain yeah. that there was a guy who had like, <laughs> like while drunk flipped off the sky and yelled, fuck you guys. I, I was like, going to bring up the you flipping <laughs> off the sky thing and seeing if anything happened. <laughs> but like that would have fallen under the like sins against. Sure. I assume. But do you, do you remember this? Like, th- that? no, I think this is some Northwest <laughs> inspired. This is some flannel wearing stuff. I was down in Southern California and no, we, we had the, our big thing was like, 
And I think this was more widespread. Like you turn off the lights, you're in the bathroom and you spin around three times. And I think you say something like hail Mary or hail Mary or something like that. <laughs> and then like the devil appears. That was our thing. We didn't have flipping off the sky. I mean, this, but I do. So like, yeah, like Ouija board, call it like doing seancey type shit. That was the, that was sins against the, we didn't have flipping off the sky. I love it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We were super respectful to the sky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we flipped off whatever mountain ranges, the ocean right. can fuck off. But yeah. <laughs> no sky. Um, but no. Uh, <laughs> the in terms of that one sin, Nick, because you were asking, like, so is it truly like unknown? There were definitely theories, and I think like extrapolating from what you said, Adam, the basic premise was, you know, earlier I talked about you're in the sphere of God's grace and you're moving towards the light. I think the way that it was often explained is like sins against the Holy Spirit is rejecting that call to your heart where you say a final no to God and turn away from God and you, and you kind of like snip the cord yourself and it's, and it's active and that's what it is. Um, but I never believed it. I was like, yo, this sounds though, like it's more specific. So for some reason I didn't buy the big theological answer. I was like, no, 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 no. The Bible loves lists and it just (laughs) listed some stuff and there's gotta be something there. So I don't know why I just, I, I felt like there was something more specific. Didn't know what it was. Was terrified that I was going to commit that sin. I would. I mean, and I'm trying to think about this because, like, I'm, I'm thinking about the the Trinity being like that kind of the duties of the Trinity, and to me, like the the Holy Spirit's kind of purpose in the in the Godhead was to work on the minds and hearts of of humanity to try and convince them to come to God or to uh, basically basically your conscience was your uh was the manifestation of the holy spirit in your life sure is that mm-hmm. an accurate representation ish will i i'm stuck on the phrase duties of the trinity i'm sorry that's fair and, and you also said scatman earlier yeah, yeah, yeah no I, this is, I this is fair. no sorry yeah no moving beyond that like like yes totally i i think that that was like one of the functions of the holy spirit was to do that sort of work so i do i um, see what you're saying then mm-hmm. like being like the the like the sin against the holy spirit would be would be like rejecting your conscience i mean there's like yes. there was a, a more like apocryphal is probably not the right but it might be the right term but like like there's this like there's a secondary layer of dogma dogma yeah in in christianity where it's like i heard a rumor and that like the flipping off the sky falls yeah. into that. But like, <laughs> Will, did you ever like there was like these tales of like pictures, people who saw like would see visions of Satan and his uh, frontal lobe was caved in because his con- like his frontal lobe had atrophied because that's where your conscience resides in your brain. Do you remember shit like what this? Were you guys, what were you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> do you not remember this shit? <laughs> no, dude. We, but I do remember like lots of Satan and devil worshiping talk. I didn't oh, yeah. get the frontal lobe cave in or throwing birds at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently this is just the shit that was like batted around on the playground at my schools. Amazing. You know, as you were talking though, one of the things that now like looking back on it, and I have a lot of like, um, love for people in the faith and like respect for different parts of it. But like one of the things that really bums me out is when you're sometimes when you're in this worldview and you're thinking about sins and who's in and who's out, it becomes, there's like this layer of that that you're thinking about. And I feel like you don't 
think of people as people as much. So like I, mm. I'm able to meet Nick. I'm able to see that he's this like angelic pure being that doesn't experience guilt and he's awesome <laughs> and smart and cool. And like, and I'm able to think of him as a person versus like, if I came on in a former state of mind, I'd be like, Ooh, Nick doesn't, uh, <laughs> He's at, he's he's out, and now now Nick becomes an, a potential object that I have to pray for, or worry about, or save, or get out of sin. I've had, so, I've had a like, lot of those friends in my life. Will have you? <laughs> yeah, and, totally. So you can you can tell when we do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I start like I I have that weird like funny feeling, and in, in at night, you know, like as I'm getting ready for bed, I'm like, oh, uh oh, I think I think Ben's over there praying <laughs> for me. Pray for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Since we're on the, huh. since we're just like on boner talk, I think that's what all those random boners are. It's just people praying for you. <laughs> Adam, oh, we've so actually good. gone off of boner talk. <laughs> yeah. We, we, Will and I are having good. an adult conversation. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's pull well, it, As let's the sole masturbation yeah. representative over here, I, I need to circle us back to boners. Every, sure, like it's like sure. a, a duty that I have. So we, uh, we, we do, we'll wrap this up, but I guess, um, I, I, my kind of final question that I, I mm-hmm. don't know if you can answer will, because you seem like what I would call a good person. <laughs> um, but I mean, if, if we take all of this at face value and like you both are feeling, uh, guilty and shameful all the time for doing, you know, human activities. Um, what is the rationalization or how do bad people then hide behind religion? Because, you know, you, you are in a congregation, presumably with a bunch of other people who uh, should quote unquote, be feeling this shame and guilt, but that's obviously not the case. Like there are, you know, we can see there are people in, in conservative, uh, faith who, who, uh, do bad things. So how do Mm -hmm. they do that? And how do they justify it under the umbrella of religion? Ooh, if you want to take this one, I don't. Ooh, I, <laughs> that's a, that's a grown up question if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would give, let me, let me try it out with two answers. Okay. I'll give one answer from the perspective of like, if I, if I travel back to religious will, let me give that answer. And then I'll fast forward to now to, to just me in the world. Great. And they give that answer. So um, religious will would have said, I, I think the, one of the, the cool tricks especially in Adventism is you can go like kind of conspiracy theory and the Adventist conspiracy theory is called the great controversy. And in the the great controversy, which is a struggle between good and evil, there are lots of bad guys, Catholic church being one of the the key bad guys here on Uh earth. And specifically um, the Pope. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Pope, (laughs) his hat and the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so, um, in a conspiracy theory, you can, there's always people on the inside that have infiltrated that are working for the oppo- the opposition, Whoa. right? So it's like, so within that context, it's like, of course, there are people, bad people in the church. That's part of the apostate church. That's part of the devil's tendrils that have crept in and corrupted um, inside of the church. And it's part of this conspiracy that's part of the forces of darkness. So the former will would have been gone conspiracy on you and talked about that. (laughs) Um, but me today, I think that, uh, just my perspective is like, there are, um, 
better and worse behaving people everywhere. Yeah. Religion gives especially uh, powerful forms of rhetoric that you can use and like both internally and externally. Like we talked about purity and how like core a lot of the religious doctrines are to like just stuff we have to do, eat, have sex, yeah. like very basic. And so I think that um, they, bad people can show up in politics, bad people can show up in religion, bad people can show up at sporting events. I've seen a few of them, like, <laughs> and so can good people. And I don't even know if I believe in the term bad people, sure, but sure. just for the sake of using a phrase. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I would explain it today. And it's a great question. And I don't know that that's a satisfactory answer. And there's lots of hypocrisy, but um, that's my best guess. I, I think it's a, I think that's a totally fair answer. Uh, Adam, do you have any, uh, final thoughts or, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, this is obviously like, I feel like we could have a five part seminar, yeah. uh, between, you know, the two of you unpacking, uh, uh, weird shit. Yeah. Um, and well, yeah. I don't think that this will be the, be the last time that we have, uh, Will joining us, but, uh, yeah. Anything else that you want to, want to say, Adam? No, I, my brain is, I'm a little stuck on like Will's answer to that question, like has me, I'm, I'm little frazzled uh but no i'm i agree i think we just need to get will back here for more of this shit because it's anytime i love doing free therapy with nick i really <laughs> yeah thank you i know like i feel like we did not unpack like we didn't unpack i don't know the existential crisis as much as 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 like comparatively how freeing your childhood was yeah like and how mm. locked down ours was right Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't worry. I can feel it emanating <laughs> off of you. Yeah, no, uh, there's, and a, there's, a, there's a there's a powerful stink of just like <laughs> of repression. Um, well, uh, Will, thank you so so much for for joining us and uh, lending us your your expertise. Um, I hope you will you will join us again at some point. Um, is there anything that you would like to promote in any fashion? Uh, anything that the world should know about or social media if you want to do that. Oh, cheers. Thanks for asking. Uh, this was a ton of fun. Thanks for having me. I just want to promote this podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> Nothing other than that. Well, you heard it yeah. here. If you know, if you do one thing, listen to this podcast. Yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, awesome. Thank you, Will. Cool. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJV pod on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with announcements or uh, episode releasing, whatever. Um, and we'd love to hear from you about uh, this topic or really any other topic. Uh, Did we open up a can of worms today? Yeah, uh, we'd love to hear. <laughs> like, what was your experience with sin? Like, did we spark something that like something we said? like spark something in you. We love to hear about it. Um, uh, so let us know by recording a voice memo and emailing it to dear Jesus at King James virgin.com. Uh, thanks to Mascaras and resurrection records for the use of our theme song, Kexadi off the album El Moran. And this week's resurrection records artist is father Gregory, which seems appropriate given the like semi Catholic. So. Yeah, totally. You can find links to these songs to, uh, stickers we've got for sale. Uh, all sorts of stuff on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. Have you ever noticed that I sound like I've never read that line before in my life? Um, yes. That sometimes, line specifically. Sometimes it sounds like um, you've never read before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, no, not wrong. No shots fired. No, no. You are a, a dramatic actor. Thank you. Uh, but, uh, you know, your table reads are a little like, <laughs> I am a, I'm a fucking terrible out route out route reader. <laughs>
fuck me. Can't speak either. So I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bad mouth user. Bad mouth user. Bad mouth user. Sorry. Uh, KingJamesVirgin.com. <laughs> That'll do it for us this week. Uh, until next week, uh, don't be a shitty person for no other reason than not being one. Yeah, just don't be a shitty person. Sonic Bazaar.